The following podcast is brought to you by a site called Fred.com. Enjoy. Bagged and Brutal. 58. Matt and Jesse watch lots of movies, get mad ladies, smoke mad doobies. Bag and Brutal, it's a way in life. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your hoe, tell your wife. Coming at you on a weekly basis, kicking up pod for your sexy faces. Who's the two free geeks you want to bone? In the secret podcast bunker all alone. On the internet, we'd be the top crooks. We got issues and we owe me funny books. Homie Jimmy Moore and the dinos are chilling. Me and JR, we got the top villains. Sit down, relax, and yo, we'll take a seat. Get ready for the top podcast, you all agree. Others spit loud, but I can spit faster. I'm Matt Cohen, I'm the Geek Master. I got everything you could possibly want in it. An hour of us in the Brento minute. I'm a little laid back and he's making a maniacal. Could we just talking shit? Who said the show was viable? Walking in the door, smoking that Jimmy Moore. The listening from Alabama, all the way to Singapore. We're just two weeks and that's the topic of discussion. Heading to the slopes on the green on nothing. Quick stop at night, to the storming like a typhoon. It's not right, it's wrong. It's taking lots of bonkers. We're teaching every show, everyone celebrates. Cause we got comics, movies, and a little penetration. I regret every episode as soon as it's recorded. Cause I'm down to earth and matters out of orbit. We're not quite right, our thoughts are distorted So now we present to you another bag of boarded Bagged and boarded, bagged and boarded Bagged and boarded, bagged and boarded Bagged and boarded, bagged and boarded Bagged and boarded, yeah! What the fuck is up with all of your fine asses? I am Matt Cohen I'm Jesse Rivers, why you gotta start this thing with so much vulgarity? Welcome to Bagged and Boarded That ain't vulgarity, that's sexy talk, man Because you can switch it Because cause fuck can either be like, fuck you Or like, hey you want to fuck? And, then, and it's totally... Well, it sounded kind of mean at first, and then you switched it up. Man, it's all it's all about the delivery. They know I love them. You guys know I love you. I, I hit you because I love you. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. It's like I cut the feel. I hit because I love. I'm an enigma. I'm an enigma, Jesse. What What's going on, man? How are you? I'm, I'm all right, man. I'm well, all right. Welcome to, oh. the, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Good, good to have you here. Um... Let's let's skip right to it. You recently saw a series of films that you had not seen before, right? Yes, I did. Uh, that most people have seen at this point. I think, I think they're three of the top ten highest grossing films of all time. I don't know anymore with all the Harry Potters and fucking. I don't think so. They were for a I while. I don't think so. Menace. Yeah, maybe maybe the first one. Yeah, maybe for Menace. a minute. Menace was okay. So let's 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 tear the bandaid away. The bandaid brand adhesive strip. Jesse, what did you watch, man? <laughs> I actually watched all six Star Wars films, but I had only, uh, this is the first time I watched episodes one, two, and three. Did you do it in order? I did it in order of four, five, six, one, two, three. Okay. I was going to ask. Yeah. Seen that, I would, I would think you've got, you had the opportunity to do it the real way, but I've never done it one, two, three, four, five, six. I don't think I would have watched four, five, six after watching one, two, three. But you'd seen four, five, six, so you know they were good. Yeah. But I'm not, I hadn't seen it in years, like five, six, seven years. And I'm not a, even, I'm not a fanatic. Even the original trilogy you haven't seen in seven years? Yeah. I've only seen it two, maybe three times in my life. Wow. All right, man. Yeah. You're, you're in the minority on that one. I don't think the minority. Maybe I mean, the minority of geek culture. I mean, but of people. Not the minority of the American population. I'm sure if people listen to this podcast, and honestly, no, I'd say the American population has seen the, the trilogy, the original trilogy. More than three times? Yes, absolutely. In 30 years? Yeah. 
well, I haven't been alive 30 years. I mean, if I watched it for the first time when I was 12, that's only 14 years. I'd say an honest an honest estimate, I've watched all of the original trilogy probably 40 or 50 times each. No, no, see, I'm, I'm, see, that's why you make all of this, that's why you make all of these, uh, references that I don't fucking get because I don't know the names of the aliens and the, the animals and the, the planets and shit. What animals? The, the, I remember you making a reference of the, the sleeping bag they made of that Han puts Luke in. What's the name of that animal? The Tauntaun? See, I, I would have never known that. But let me give you some Star Wars trivia. See, you're not, you're, you don't even, it ain't, like, it, <sighs> Because I know you don't know shit, so like I'm trying to do. Big. Yeah, you're gonna give me like very difficult. No, I'll give you the I... I'll give you the easiest fucking Star Wars question. Okay, what language does Jabba speak? I have no fucking clue. Huttonese. That's not the easiest. It, it, I... Jabba the Hutt. I thought Hutt was like gangster. I didn't know it was like an actual race. It's. It is. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that until just now. They're Hutt- known that I might have said Huttonese. They're Huttonese. You don't know any Huttonese? Nah, I don't know any Huttonese. Uta, Don't tell me you can speak it. Uta, uta, solo, <laughs> solo one in chike, solo one nadre duaba. Solo one in chike. Translation? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, it's like Han, my boy, go, so good to see you. It, it's solo me bookie, which means Han, my boy. Solo one in chike, solo, um, it's, it's when he first gets him, it's before he goes in the carbonite, when Boba has him in the, in the palace. Because okay. if you watch, now when you watch the 4, 5, and 6, did you watch the remastered or did you watch the original? Can you find the original? You can't find the original anamorphic, but you can find the original without the remastered shit put in. No, I, I didn't even know you could get that anymore. So so you so Jabba pops up in New Hope for you. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. I don't remember the originals at all. The only way I can tell, I watched the originals the first time I ever watched it when I was younger. And then when they put the remastered out, I think it was still on VHS. I watched it you then. Didn't see, you didn't see the re-releases in the theaters? No. What? I'm not that big of a Star Wars fan. Okay, man. I mean, I just thought it had to go with being an American or some shit. Like, <laughs> No, it doesn't. But no, I, I don't remember the originals at all. The only way I can I can tell... What's put in is that you can, you can kind of tell what's new. And it's stupid. It's, it's, jo- it's that entire, um, hangar scene in, in New Hope with Boba Fett and Jabba, which yeah. doesn't exist. And like little shit. Like they added dewbacks in the background. Like some of those lizards. They added fucking insects flying by. Some of those dinosaurs in the background are fake. Like that's what I mean. Like they yeah. just added a lot of new shit like that. Um, but regardless, so you'd never seen, uh, the prequels before, one, two, and three, right? Correct. What what stopped you the first time around of seeing them? Like, why did you not see them when they were the biggest movies ever made in theaters? Well, see, I wasn't driving yet. When did it come out? Ninety nine. No, Phantom I mean, Menace. No, I mean, yeah, Phantom Menace. Let's do the breakdown. Phantom Menace. I was in ninth grade. Attack of the Clones. I was in eleventh, and I was uh, I was living in Vermont for Sith. So. Uh, like, like 99, 2002, and... I think it's three years, 99, 02, 05. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in 99, I wasn't driving yet, and there's no real Star Wars fans around here, so... And me not being a huge fan... That's not true. That is not true. 
was not true. You, there are huge. It's Star Wars. It's it's not like a small niche well, around fan base. me. Maybe people. I was going. Maybe people. Yeah, you I was know, going to a private school. There maybe, was like a hundred people. Okay, maybe in that people school. you know, but I guarantee you, people in your town went to go see Star. Went to go see. Oh, the, I'm sure. The opening. Yeah, yes, yeah. I know this, but I'm just saying around me. It ain't like it's, Alabama. It's not like I could talk my brother into going to take me to see Star it's Wars. It's not like Alabama was collectively like fuck Star Wars. No, I know. I'm just saying around me. Right on. I had big Star Wars fans around me, but I didn't really mind not going to see it when it when Phantom Menace first came out. And then I think when it came out and it had the huge backlash that it was fucking horrible and shit like that, I think I just didn't care anymore. And of course, I'm not going to watch two and three without watching them. Phantom the Menace didn't have a huge backlash until uh, like between Menace and Clones. Like at first, everyone was just kind of like, huh? Oh. I guess that's a Star Wars movie, and then and then the backlash really. At first, I, like ever, I loved Phantom Menace the first time I saw it. I think everyone did. We were just so excited to see a fucking Star Wars movie. I Which went, I I thought that I thought that I after all the backlash, I wouldn't think it was so fucking bad because I'm not a huge fanatic. No, but they're not good. They're not good films. They're not. not. No, Lucas Lucas directed them. <laughs> Didn't he direct New Hope? No, I mean yeah, but that was. So he's directed five films in his entire career. Six, excuse me. It's got to be more than that. THX, American Graffiti, New Hope, Phantom Menace, Attack of Clones, and Revenge of the Sith. Name another one. He didn't direct any. Of the, he didn't direct any of the indies. He didn't direct Empire or Jedi. So other than Star Wars, all he's directed is. American Thx and American Defeat. Absolutely, and he hasn't even directed the good Star Wars. He directed <laughs> the four. You know what I mean? I mean, New Hope is fucking. I crazy. think New Hope is better than Jedi. I don't. Jedi's my favorite. Okay, sorry, but I mean, you have no right to say anything. You're not even a Star Wars fan. <laughs> I still, have, I still watch the shit. I still have a right to state I mean, my opinion. Jedi, though the, the the originals aren't movies, man. Like. You what can't. Is, what, are, what are they? It's there's so much more than that. You can't look at the original Star Wars films as movies. Like you can't objectively. I can. I'm okay, but I'm not gonna listen to you. All right. Well, let's move on to another subject. No, I mean, in in the sense that, like, like sure, they're not incredible films, but <laughs> but they're, they're they're Star Wars. It's it's it's. <laughs> you know what I'm talking. Which is about? a film. Yeah, but it's so much more than that, man. The original. Okay, let me let me let me let me ask you this: if if they would have been released in order exactly the same, do you think you still have enjoyed four, five, six? It couldn't have happened. I mean, if okay, hypothetically, hypothetically, if they were released in order and the other, and then four, five, and six were shot in current time, so it didn't be like, oh, those first three movies were cool, and then it went back thirty years. You know what I'm saying? No, but I'm, I'm okay. All right, let's say they weren't made, but you saw them. Let's say the first time you ever saw Star Wars was now, and you watch one through six. Do you think you'd still be a huge fan of four, five, six? Um, I think it's impossible. The way I look at it in my mind is they're two separate. They're two separate stories. Like I like I like Luke Skywalker shit. I don't like Anakin Skywalker shit. You know what I mean? It's because Luke had fucking character. I can completely, I can completely separate the prequels from from the other ones. That's what I think most Star Wars fans 
modern Star Wars fans have to do at least a little bit. You know what I mean? Well, Lucas sort of made it easy to to do that. I mean, in 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 the original trilogy, it's it's kind of grimy and gritty and dirty and shit. And in the new trilogy, it's all clean and smooth and it's, it's, fucking accurate. It's, it's Burton fucking CGI shit. I mean, uh, I think there's a different. You can make a definite disconnect between the first three films and the next three. And and if like I, the fact that the prequels exist don't at all affect my enjoyment of the next three films that come. But they affect my overall like of Star Wars, and they affect how I feel about Lucas. But they do not affect how I feel about those three films whatsoever. Like I can watch New Hope, Jedi, or Empire at any point, and and, and you know what I mean. Never those like those. Those are the most holdupable movies of all time. If that makes any sense. <laughs> like if I took a time machine to my deathbed right now, and ninety five years old, and someone popped on Jedi, I'd be like, yeah, Jedi's badass. Like nothing, nothing would change, you know. But that's because you saw it at the right age. I mean, if somebody 30 years old was to watch it now, they'd probably hate it I don't, for the I, first time. I don't necessarily think that's true. The original Star Wars films are fucking amazing. The, the Well, see, I think I would think that as well if I saw it in 77 and 80 and 83, whatever years they came out. I didn't see Star Wars till like 89. I was like six years old. Like there was already But you were six years old. Regardless, if I, no, I... It, I don't think they're kid movies, like, and I don't. I don't think they. I don't, yeah, I don't, they kind of are. What are you talking about? Empire. Kind of, yeah. I mean, it's dark, but it's it's PG. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Empire's PG thirteen. I don't believe you. I'll look right now. I'm pretty positive they cut. You his, can look. They cut his fucking hand off. And <laughs> doesn't make it thirteen. And like he kisses his sister. I think I just schooled you. They don't know it's his sister yet. I mean, he knew. Let's just let's not front. He fucking knew. He was like, "Yo, I don't even care. This bitch is my sister. I do not like." They didn't even have PG thirteen in nineteen. I do not like Han. Um, I'm trying to find the rating on this. Shut up, Jesse. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Let's see. I mean, it's not even, it's not even worth, it, it, cause there was, there was no fucking rating, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, there was no rating. <laughs> Yo, there was a rating. I can't find But there was no, there was no PG-13. Okay, you're right, it was PG. Wow. Yes. Wait, wait. I think it would be another wait, four or five wait, years. Wait, 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 wait. I'm waiting. And then I'm looking here about the fucking DVD special edition. See? The MPAA. Oh, it was given. All right, never mind. Oh, it was PG. It was. I was right. It was PG the second time around, but they gave it sci-fi action violence, <laughs> which made it all dangerous and shit. Well, regardless of the rating, I think that if I would have saw it in seventy-seven at say age twenty, I think I'd be a huge. Star Wars fan, because at that time it was very, very, very original. No, it has, but it's but, not. But you can't give it the Tron fucking treatment. It has nothing. The visuals do not like the visuals hold up. It's it doesn't look like a no, movie. I agree with that. It does not like a look like a movie from the seventies. It looks like a movie from outer space, from whenever, from a long time <laughs> ago in a galaxy far, far away. It's timeless. There's nothing about that movie that ages with time. Nothing at all. 
because it's not set in our time. You see what I'm saying? It's, okay. It's not right, set, I can agree with that. It's not a sci-fi movie set in the 70s. It's a sci-fi movie made in the 70s, but it has nothing. It's just as relevant. Not relevant, but it, it works just as well today as it did back then, I really think. It's not like Tron where you're like, what? It looks like my fucking... Okay. I can, yeah, I can see that. Tron is as cool as a Tagamachi. Remember the Tamagotchi things? No. Those little eggs, the fake, the digital pets that were a big fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big yeah, fan. Yeah. That's what, Tron's as impressive as a little fucking chicken moving his arm <laughs> on your Tamagotchi. But Star Wars. I never saw Tron. But Star Wars on. <laughs> so, yeah, I have no I don't even know if I should bother fucking trying anymore with you. With what? what? I have, saw the pre- What have you seen? Fucking Dangerous Liaisons and fucking Cinema Paradiso? Oh. Have you seen either Dude, of those? I've, have you seen, I've watched. Have you seen either of those films? I haven't seen Dangerous Liaisons. I've seen Cinema Paradiso. You like it? I've watched Assassination of Jesse James like three times in the past week. I just got it on Blu-ray. But fucking Star Wars is too much for you, huh? It's not too much. I just... I, I've never really been a, been a big fan of space shit really there's there's not that many sci-fi movies that take place in space that i'm a huge fan of how many sci-fi movies don't take place in space well i mean stuff like 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 terminator and shit that's not a sci-fi movie what has to take place in space for it to be a sci-fi no, it's movie? a fucking action movie the main point of that movie is a dude shoot a dude with guns there's no fucking real hard wait is star wars not an action movie it is, but it's, it's, um, <laughs> no, it's more of an adventure. Adventure, action. Difference. Major Jedi difference. craves not these things. Major difference. Lord of the Rings is an adventure film. Under Siege 2 is an action film. And yes, I, I mean, I get the and difference. An amazing but... one. He was just a chef. <laughs> just a chef on a train. And he was like, I gotta save the fucking day. It was a boat. Under Siege 2. Oh. I never saw two. It was on That's the, another one. It was, it was the on, classic. That was on the train, the, the second one. Yeah. It's a goal. It's a good fucking movie, man. You, you see some under, you see that, you see Glimmer Man, get you some, on, <laughs> get you some undeadly ground, and you've got yourself a, a movie marathon. I was, I like Mark for Death myself. What's that? I never saw that one. That's the one with the, the, the Jamaican drug lords. Okay. I do like that one. It's incredibly, yeah. incredibly racist. <laughs> like those Jamaicans have the most offensive fucking accents in the world. Yeah, yeah, and they're all like voodoo. No, incredibly shit. fucking racist. Getting back to Star Wars is the fucking Asian aliens in the in the new prequel. Okay, I'll, I'll break down all the I'll break down all the racism for you that he that he caught shit for. Yeah, the the fucking trade console Roy or whatever his fucking name is. I forget. Uh, he was the uh, the viceroy. Yes, the one who talk like this. <laughs> Hello, Obi Wan. We are coming to you from Kosakan. Okay, that was racist. What's what's more? Ra- okay, Jabba is obviously a um a black dude. I mean, not Jabba. Jabba the Hutt. Jar Jar. Oh, Jar Jar, yeah. And Misa. The, Misa, bo- big boom. The the most yeah. racist is Watto. Who is Watto? The slave owner. Yeah. Why? Why? Because you know that's like my grandpa or some shit. Luke was trying to say that's the Jew. That's the single Jewish alien I've ever seen in my life. I kept saying, "Where the fuck have I heard that voice from before?" It's uh, you mean this? Uh, what is this credit? Yeah. I'm a toy <laughs> and mind tricks don't 
What do you wave your hands around like some kind of a Jedi? I'm a toy dairy and mind tricks don't work on me, only money. Yeah, it's not that I've heard the voice before. It's just that I've heard that cliche before. What, you've heard me say that, I, like, like you've been like, hey, man, you want to go to a movie? And I'd be like, sure, but listen, like, don't bring any credits because I'm a Jew. Only money. <laughs> only money. No credit. No fucking credits around here, okay? I don't take your bullshit credits. Only I want the hardback currency because I'm going to spend it on my Jew children. You don't think that em- that embarrassed uh, Qui-Gon just a little bit? What? You credits will do just fine. No, they won't. He's like, no, <laughs> credits he's will like, do just fine. He's like, fuck you, dude. I'm a Jew. <laughs> he's like, Jew, Jedi, and Jew don't meet, man. He's like, you. I like, yeah. Like they fucking bust into the temple and shit, and Qui Gon's like, quick, we the the Empire is coming. You need, you must give us all your funds. And they're like, ah, fuck you, buddy. We work hard for this money. You want to. <laughs> Do you want to buy a stereo? Hey, Qui-Gon, we got the good Sony with Toshiba guts for you. We make deal, asshole. Um, the asshole. I was dealing with, uh, for the Smodcast, we were getting carpet done, and it was an Israeli dude who was installing it. And every time he called me, he would progressively get more offensive. Like, and at no point did I make any, point, like, um, sign that, like, hey, let's make this a non-professional relationship. Like, let's be buddies. No, I, 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 I handled myself in a business-like manner. I get a phone call from him and he'd go, hey, fucking asshole, you want your carpet tomorrow? And I'd be like, yes, please. Uh, I'll see you at 10 o'clock. He's like, what if I'm not there? He goes, if you're not there at 10 o'clock, I walk. And I'm like, no, you don't. Because I signed a contract. He's like, I'm fucking with you. You don't know when I joke with you, man. Because we are the same dirty Jew desert people. He kept, <laughs> he kept saying shit like that. Same dirty Jew desert people? Yeah, man. He was a, he was a trip, that guy. Hey, asshole. Hey, nobody likes this fucking guy, right? He would say to me. Uh, I'd be like, what? At what point were we like, hey, let's be dicks together? <laughs> Maybe that's where I heard it from. You sound like Richard Pryor. <clears throat> Get a load of this fucking kid, eh? Nah, man. Watto. Poor fucking Watto, though. Because you know what happened to Watto. What? what, what he, had, he, had Watto? A th- he had a thing for Shmee. Who's Shmee? Shmee, man. Come on. Was that the mother? Shmee Skywalker. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Who I mean, gave a virgin birth? I mean, it gets, it gets really, really ridiculous. <laughs> Everything in the prequels is ridiculous, you know? I'll yes, get- and it doesn't... It doesn't I mean, you think George would know the the story better than anyone, but it doesn't really add up to some things. Why would you think that? Well, he did create it. I mean, okay. Sure. Did he not create it? I'm not so sure anymore, man. Did you read the letter he sent to the Lost Guys? No, I did not. Okay. Uh, night before the finale of the series, George Lucas wrote a letter to Lindelof and, uh, to fucking Dalton. And I'm paraphrasing, but it basically said, like, I just want to congratulate you guys on an incredible, an incredible achievement. Like, I really think you knew what you were doing from beforehand. Let me clue you in on a little secret. Like, uh, let me find the exact quote. It was basically him saying, like, I didn't know what I was doing with Star Wars. And then he, <laughs> he says, like, he goes, I didn't have a plan to begin with. And then he wrote, Throw in some father issues and some sword fighting, and you've got yourself an epic. He said, throw in some father issues. (laughs) 
I mean, I don't really want to. Like, here's the thing. Here's okay, the thing. all right, all right. But if you're George, when when you if you don't have the shit written out, don't you like watch four, five, and six before writing one, two, no, and three? No, you can't. I don't want to talk about George Lucas. I don't want. There's, there's, Star Wars. There's no logic that applies to him. There's no fucking. You can't be like, well, what? Why didn't he do this? Or why? He's not a human being. He's the fucking. He's Palpatine. <laughs> he, he is Palpatine, dude. He he's he is he. Excuse me. He is he he. It, what's funny about George Lucas is, for he started off as Luke Skywalker, young and grew into Palpatine, and grew into fucking Anakin, Darth Vader. He grew. He became Vader. Lucas. <laughs> he started as a hero and became Vader. One hundred percent. And I'll even say, fuck Vader, because Vader had some redeeming qualities. Lucas is Palpatine. Yeah, but, I mean, honestly, do you really think he could have done anything to live up to the original trilogy? The best thing to do was not to have made it at all. They could have made a decent film. It's like, dude, fuck this. Like, we're, and Lucas is ruining our expectation for fucking sequels. Like, we're like, more indie. What were you expecting? How about a good fucking indie movie? Like, yeah, it was pretty fucking. Bad. I don't understand. But that's just as much Spielberg's fault, though. Who knows on that fucking one? When the two of them get together, they, they lose their fucking minds. <laughs> like, look, all right, and then let's remove the fucking moves. Okay, let's get back to the trilogy for a little bit. Um, here's the one thing I will say: I do enjoy a quarter of Attack of the Clones. See, that was the worst one in my mind. I didn't enjoy any of it. No, any of it whatsoever. Like I like when they do the um the big battle at the end is cool in the Jedi arena when they when they fucking all the clone troopers turn like on like gladiator. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of dope. Man. Yeah, that was kind of dope. But like, that's the only thing. That's the only thing I can give them credit for in those entire three films. It's like I enjoy some of Attack of the Clones. Revenge of the Sith to me is is not only like bad as a Star Wars film, one of the worst films I've ever seen in my life. It it, it Sith did raise a question that I had that I wanted to ask you. Uh, why in the fuck does Yoda walk around with a cane? What do you mean? I mean, if he could do all that acrobatic shit that they're doing in the, the courthouse or whatever the fuck that thing is, why does he walk around with a cane? So he's not... So he's un, he's unassuming, man. It's a fucking surprise. You don't expect a little dude with a cane to be able to kick your ass. But can he kick anybody's ass anyway? Why does he need to be unassuming? Isn't he, like, the most powerful Jedi? No. I don't think so. Who's more powerful than Yoda? Uh, Mace, before he died. Mace was the head of the council, not Yoda. Yeah, but everybody was, like, scared of Yoda. Because he's a little alien dude. Mace Window could have fucked him. <laughs> like, Mace Window could fuck a motherfucker up until he st- until he apparently just gave up on life and let whoever the fuck kill him, kill him. Who kills Anakin kills him. Oh, yeah. He's he's about to kill Palpatine. And he goes, and, and and he goes no. And we get we get our we get the first our first glimpse of what Lucas's writing has become. No, <laughs> like Sammy, Mace Windu says that as he's about to die. No, but wait, Mace Windu gets his hand cut off too. Yeah, everyone gets their hand cut off. Yes, he was asking me who got their hand because every fucking movie somebody gets their hand cut off. It's thematic, dude. It's Luke. Come on, man. It's fucking metaphor and symbology. 
For what? Nothing. I mean, no. For nothing. For nothing, no, because fucking Annie, because Luke got his hand cut off in Empire. So he's like, I guess we got to cut off people's hands now. <laughs> I guess that's what I do. And, 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 and everybody's saying that they have a bad feeling about it. You think that they learned if they have a bad feeling about it. Maybe they should run the other way. Because every time they have a bad feeling, something bad happens. It would be like if Spider-Man was like, my spider sense is tingling. Ah, oh, <laughs> oh, fuck it. I'm sure it's okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? There goes my spider sense again. Ah, no big deal, though. <laughs> let's just walk straight and, and see what happens. Let's just, let's just Surprise, Chewbacca didn't say it at some point. He did. He was going... Yeah, I don't understand how they uh they translate that shit. Han Solo seems to know everything they, they that you... Do, they so. don't. There's no... There's no Wookiee language. That's never been translated. That's pure gibberish. I was like talking to a dog. Some of the languages have certain. I mean, he didn't. He he never went as far as as Tolkien did as far as inventing languages. Like, yeah. like you can speak Elvish. There are two dialects of Elvish you can speak fully. Okay. Uh, Lucas just created the words he needed for the scenes. I don't. Yeah. Think, yeah. Like, you can speak Klingon fully. I don't think anyone can speak Huttonese or anyone can speak Rodarian or anyone can speak, you know what I mean? Navi. Oh, uh, I think, is Navi a real language? They made it, yeah. yeah you know, he was talking to Zoe Saldana and Navi. Does it have grammar rules and stuff, though, like Elvish? Oh, yeah. Okay, so Navi's a real language, yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Luke is fucking copped out, and he didn't, you know what I mean? Would you have rather them all been like, see, I can understand that. Because, I mean, you get one language for Navi, you get one language for Klingon, there's one language per fucking franchise. With Star Wars, you've got hundreds of languages. Yeah, but I mean, they're, you all, couldn't do all but they're still, But they're in there, though, and they're all made up. They're like, I don't know. And then Jabba's like, Oh, 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 oh. oh. And then we could, and the Ewoks are like, Yip chow! <laughs> hold on, hold on. I can do the little gremlin dude. No, the the Ewoks. Oh, the Ewoks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What little gremlin dude do you think of? Salacious Crumb. Jabba's little yeah. sidekick. Salacious Crumb. It goes. Do they say all these names in the movies? No. Like, did they ever no. say Boba Fett in the movie? How yes. do you know these names? This is Boba Fett many times. Boba Fett. Where's Boba Fett? What do you mean, where? Boba Fett. Where's Boba Fett? Han is on the skiff. Oh, oh, Han is gotcha. on the skiff, blindfolded. Chewie goes, and he goes, Boba Fett. Where's Boba Fett? And he turns around and knocks Boba into the Sarlacc. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, that I think that might be the only time Boba Fett is referenced by name in those films. All the other people, yeah, you don't know any of their names. It's all the books and shit, man. That's how most Star Wars geeks. Uh, so I'm not, not, I'm not supposed to know them. I no, guess. like 100. No, you should not know who. Sal- okay. You should not know who Salacious Crumb is. <laughs> but as a geek, you should. But if you're not a Star Wars geek, I can understand. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a Star Trek geek either. I wouldn't know all that shit. I don't know Star Trek shit though. But it's geek shit. Just because you're a geek doesn't mean you have to be a geek on certain things. You're just a Star Wars geek and expects everyone else to be too. There's certain geek things that are universal, though. Like if if you broke down the top three geek franchises of all time, Star Wars would be number one. Yeah, yeah. There, there were more people with Star Wars shirts last night at MC Chris than anything. You see what I'm saying? Like it's Star Wars is one because it's MC Chris. Yeah, but that's but it's very indicative of the of the entire geek thing. Most hardcore and most anyone who ever considered themselves a geek is is 
chances are they're a big Star Wars fan. That's like the that's like the first geek property you fall into as a kid. You know what I mean? That's the first. Okay. That's the first. That that's the first franchise people really geek out with because there's a thousand characters and books and you know what I mean. It, it, that move those. Yeah. They don't just. I mean, I I I agree. It's it's an epic, epic, epic universe. It really is. It's massive. Well, it's thousands of galaxies. But what I'm saying is, Lucas, it's in a galaxy far, far no, but, away. But Lucas, originally, Lucas did flesh out an amazingly incredible giant universe that that only maybe you could say Lord Tolkien's and Lord of the Rings is a little more in depth, probably. Are Are you a big Lord of the Rings fan? Bigger you than are, I, aren't you? Bigger than I am, Star Wars. Yeah. Really? I thought yeah. you were a bigger Star Wars fan. No. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 different though. It's different because, like, yeah, I grew up reading Lord of the Rings books. I like I read the trilogy once a year, and I read you know what I mean in its entirety. But up until the Peter Jackson movies, you didn't really have any other outlets. It was just the book. Yeah. Now, are you a fan of the movies? Yeah, I think they're incredible. Okay. I think the the, the best just checking the best screen to film adaptations I've ever seen in my life of any film of any book. Like the most. The most, um, and see, I'd probably be a bigger fan if I was a fan of the book. The most accurate, the most like unflinchingly fucking like they don't they hardly change anything. Like that is the books on you know what I mean. The most detailed. It's like yeah, Peter Jackson didn't really bring anything stylistically, you might say, but that's Lord of the Rings on screen. He just ran through the motions. That no no like that. There is no way to make those films better. Does that make any sense? A Fincher, a Tarantino, someone with a little bit more of a, of a directorial style would not have helped those films because those films aren't about style. It's about the story. Yeah. It's about the okay. story. And Peter Jackson basically said, I'm going to serve a story more than anyone's ever, ever, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like they took out Tom Bombadil. A lot of people are upset about that. I'm not. Because you don't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they meet a fire. I'm on their way between the Shire and Bree. They stop at this dude's farm named Tom Bombadil, who's like this magic farmer hobbit guy. He's a human, actually, and he's got a girlfriend. And, like, they chill there for a day. That's basically it. But that's, like, the one big thing that got cut out. Also. Okay, well, no wonder they cut it out. They just chill for a day. Nothing fucking happens. I mean, uh, it's kind of cool, though. They, like, uh, and then hold on one sec. And then the big one they cut out was the thing at the very end, which is probably my favorite thing in the entire fucking trilogy, but they cut it out of the films because it would have been kind of ridiculous. Which is, uh, hold on a moment. I always get the fucking word wrong. It's during the, hold on, what's the last Return of the King? Hold on. I'm holding, I'm waiting. Why is this fucking me up so much? It's the reckoning of the Shire, the scouring of the Shire. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no clue. Because it wasn't in the film. I've seen it one time. I've seen all three of those films one time. All right, you wouldn't know then. At the end of Return of the King in the books, after Frodo throws his fucking ring in the thing and everyone's fine and happy and shit, they go back to the Shire, to Hobbiton or whatever, right? To go, hey, what's up, everyone? When they get there, the Shire's burning down. Saruman's character, Christopher Lee, is still alive, and him and Grima, while they're off in mortar, have come and enslaved the Shire. They've they've locked up all the hobbits. They're burning and wait, didn't didn't they shoot that though? Wasn't Christopher Lee mad that they cut that out? Yeah, they shot it. They just didn't. So there's no deleted scenes on the DVD. No no one's Uh, ever seen it. Yeah, yeah. 
And basically, they get back there and they convince Grima to kill Saruman, and then Grima kills himself. Which still happens in the film, just Wait, not... Wait, who's Grima? Wormtongue, Brad Dorif. Oh, okay. Uh, Saruman... So Saruman lives? No, Saruman dies, Grima kills him. Saruman lives up until, oh. up until the end, and then... Sam and Frodo basically convince Grima to kill Saruman, and then he kills him, and then they hunt him down and kill Sa- Grima too. I like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> See that—that's something like Tolkien wrote those books sixty years ago. He wrote them, and and they were classics, and then he was done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Lucas, what, what's 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 the Hobbit about? What what does that say? It's, it's the prequel. I, I understand that, but I mean. What does it say? So, I mean, don't recite it, but I mean, what? What's to what extent of the story is that? Was that written after the Lord of the Rings trilogy? No. It was written before? Yeah, 100%. So there's, a, there's actually a quadrilogy? It's a syntilogy, actually. Oh, there's another? Before or after? Before. There's one before The Hobbit? Mm-hmm. Called what? It's Silmarillion. Okay, what, I mean, what story does that tell? Why Sil- didn't they film? The Silmarillion is the Bible of Middle Earth. It's not. It, it's literally the Bible. It's not really a story. It's not. It is a story. It's the story of the. But it's the, like the scripture. It's the begin. No, it's the beginning of time. It's the beginning of Middle Earth. It's there were God in heaven, and there were these things called the Iluvatar, and they fell down to Earth, and there was a fight. Basically, you know, um, that was how the world got started. Sauron was one of these uh, angels, kind of, that fell from heaven. So it's like the de- okay. it's like the devil kind of you know what I mean. Lucas basically <laughs> created his own mythology for the world before he started in the world. You mean Tolkien? Tolkien, excuse me. That's the Silmarillion. Yeah, definitely. Excuse me on that one. <laughs> and then the Hobbit is about um, Bilbo, who you know, who was uh, played by uh, uh, Ian, Ian Holm. Ian Holm, yes. So now it's Bilbo as Frodo's age. So it's like sixty years. In the past, Frodo's not even born yet. So it's the story of how he got the the, the ring. The ring. Yeah. Bilbo, yeah. Bilbo's okay. chilling at his house one day, and there's a knock on the door, and fucking Gandalf and like ten elves, ten dwarves. It's all dwarves in the Hobbit. Gimli's dad, yeah. Gimli's dad, Gloin. It's like Oin and Gloin and Thangol and Fingol and like this whole race of dwarves. They basically, I'm like, hey man, you want to come on a fucking adventure with us? And Bilbo's like, oh, okay. Which still never really makes sense. I don't <laughs> like. I don't get why they chose Bilbo. But basically, they go to the, the the Hobbit is about. They've got to go to the mount, the Misty Mountains, and kill a dragon named Smog, who's covering like a giant S M A U G, Smog. Oh, Smog. Yeah. Not Smog. It's actually Smog. Smog. You got to do the fucking. You got to. You know how to pronounce Elvish. No, I don't at all. I can speak a bit of Elvish, man. I know words in Elvish. <laughs> okay, congratulations. Like I know, like I know, there's like I know, I know the right pronunciation on names and shit. You know what I mean? Like Galadriel or Czech. Okay, Arwen. Arwen sounds easy. See, it's not Arwen though, because her name is A R W E N. You got to hit it. You got to get the Arwen. Arwen. Yeah, you got it, man. Galadriel. Never. Gilgalad. Gilgalad. Kelleborn. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. See, but, recite elvish but names. But 
in terms of leaving something how it was intended almost. Like, think about this. Not many other things have been retouched over time. Except for Lucas's fucking shit. He seems to be the one creator okay with changing his stuff after the fact. Like, I get perfectionism. Ridley Scott does it a lot. Does he? Well, I mean, all the director's cuts. I mean, with Blade Runner and Kingdom of Heaven and Gladiator and shit like that. He he does it a lot. Okay, but those are director's cuts. And what the... Lucas is the only person who literally adds shit into pre-existing scenes. Yeah, yeah. For no reason whatsoever. Yeah. His, 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 his rationale is that, like, oh, like, we were only limited by our technology, and, like, I'm, <laughs> like um, I would have put a do-back in there 30 years ago if we had the chance, and now that computers are as what they are, and uh, the mythology of, um, um, uh, I hate fucking Lucas. Yeah, but, I mean, can you really blame him for trying to ride the train as long as he can? I mean, it's bringing in billions of dollars. No, not at all. And I talk about that in, in The People vs. George Lucas, a new documentary that might be coming out near you at some point soon. Um, We asked for it. It's not rape. Like, George Lucas didn't rape our childhood because it was consensual. Because, like, George Lucas fondled us as kids. And then we were like, oh, please touch our dicks more. Touch our dicks more. Like... <laughs> We spent the next 15 years of our lives, like, basically fucking walking up to Lucas with our dicks out, being like, do something to us. And finally, finally he was like, oh, they want me to do something to them. I guess I'll do it. (laughs) They're asking for it. I mean, they wouldn't be dressed like that in that part of town at this part of the time of the night if they weren't looking for some trouble. I'm going to give them trouble, and trouble's name is Jar Jar. Uh, We we wanted it. Like, by every indication, every fan of all time was like, the one thing we want in the world is more Star Wars. Well, then he probably didn't even really try because he knew it would make millions of dollars that's, anyway. That's the, that's the thing that that's shitty is like, yeah, we wanted more Star Wars. We didn't want that Star Wars. Would you be excited about a 789? No. Oh, really? Would I see that? Yes. Would I be excited? No. I'm not excited for anything Star Wars related anymore, dude. Uh, okay. After all of this, and like, I did that documentary months ago, and then Lost happened, and I was like, you know what, maybe I'm a little too reactionary with this geek shit. Like, maybe Star Wars is just a movie, and maybe Lucas isn't the devil, and you know, maybe <laughs> maybe I'm ridiculous. And then I saw an Adidas Star Wars commercial, where Jay Baruchel shoots first, and I was like, oh, okay, no, Lucas is the, Lucas is the devil, he's worse than the devil. Like, he didn't do that, did he? No, but he, he had to have signed off on it, like... Well, of course! Okay, can you imagine if shit like if suddenly you saw an Amex commercial where it was like <coughs> Oscar Schindler is like I have such a busy day and I don't have time to buy enough. You know what I mean? That like, is completely different. It's not though, man. Like to, yes, it is. You no, know, it it's not. In the history of fucking cinema, Star Wars is more important than Schindler's List. But but what I'm saying is Star Wars is a, is it's a different kind of 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 entity. I mean, there's TV shows, there's cartoons, there's comic books. Star Wars goes into everything. Of course, they're going to use Star Wars for commercials and shit. But they haven't ever before. They, they, I'm sure they have. They literally never have. That's the first ever Star Wars commercial. A self-contained Star Wars commercial with like the Star Wars characters in it. Like that yeah. has nothing to do with with movies. Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent, one hundred. Very hard. Five hundred fucking percent. He doesn't license those characters out. <clears throat> have you seen, ever seen R two in a Pepsi commercial? Like. No. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't, they don't do that because Star Wars is 
sacred territory. You know what I mean? It's it's supposedly that, but it obviously fucking ain't anymore. In a world where Snoop Dogg cuts off fucking Panda Baba's arm, <laughs> and and David Beckham has a fight with Greedo about like when he's playing next, like I, Lucas has lost his fucking mind. It's no, no, excuse me. He hasn't lost his mind. He just doesn't give a shit. I'm, I'm sure that's more George accurate. Lucas yeah. does not care what the fans think of him anymore. He thinks that the more money you earn, that's the, that's the, that's the value from the fans. That's them saying they love your film. When the movie made a billion dollars. People must love it. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a bad. Because you know, I talk about this, I talk about this on the I, mean, don't I, don't, I don't think there's any human being that is so delusional that they can lie to themselves that people like what they're... Like, I don't think Lucas can possibly think that people like the prequels. There's no fucking way. No, but I mean, I'm sure he didn't try as hard as he did with the original trilogy because he knew people were going to come anyway, and no matter what, oh, no, his no, legacy no, no, is no. going to be the original see, trilogy. See, my, and I'll give, you, I'll give you two thoughts on that. At B, let's go to B first. His legacy is fucking ruined, man. Because you just said it. There's six films. Half of them are good or half are bad. That's That that grounds him out to zero. Lucas is batting fucking zero. No, that would be uh, 500. 500, whatever. I batting 500. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. One time we went to this game, and it was it was this guy's first game in the, in the major leagues. I was in a Met game. And it was his first at-bat, and he got a hit. And his batting percentage was a thousand. Everyone was like, "Yeah!" yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think he. It, it's so hard. It's so hard to think of an artist who wouldn't care about if if people like their work. But there's got to be a few like that. Like, but here's the thing. I don't think anyone in the world is like, <coughs> "I'm gonna make movies. I don't give a fuck if people like them or not." I don't think that's the case. I think people like Lucas and people like Ratner. They're they're so positive that people like their movies that they don't even listen to hear. Ratner, but, Ratner, but at loves, the same time, Ratner loves his flicks. You know that, like yes, those are the greatest movies and I, ever and, made. And 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 for the regular people out there, that's not geeks and not critics and not movie buffs and stuff like that. They probably love it too. You don't think people love watching Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan as much as possible? I like Rush Hour. I like the first Rush Hour. It's a fun movie. The first Rush yeah. Hour is the best thing Brett Ratner's ever done, only because it's a fun movie and he has nothing to do with it. <laughs> I'm sure there's people out there that love Last Stand because they've never read a comic book. They don't know anything about the characters. They love it. Because their brains don't fucking work. I mean, I know people who re- I know people who love the comics and the characters and love Last Stand. Uh, I don't see how that's possible. People but- I respect yeah, man, I've met a few cats who dig Last Stand. I mean, it's just Last Stand is is probably the only movie in the last five six years that I've actually wanted to walk out of. Last Stand, the... Last Stand is better than Wolverine. <coughs> Last Stand is better than Wolverine's Origins. Last Stand is better than Ghost yeah. Rider. Last Stand is better than a lot of films. Yeah. It's just not a good. It's just not a good movie. Yeah, Ghost Rider. But it's better funny. than a lot of other movies. Come on. It's just yeah. not, it's just not a, Brett Ratner, like, no one ever said Brett Ratner can't shoot a flick. He's a, he's a great shooter. His shit looks slick as hell. He just doesn't know anything else. He's a shooter. Well, yeah, but it, 
Just like McG. People don't care just, about just, that. Just like McG, just like Ron Howard. That's why all these dudes have big careers. Ron Howard is a fucking joke of a director, dude. But people don't know what they do. People don't know people what a director does. People don't realize does. that. Yes, people see Ron Howard movies and they're like, oh, these are good movies. Like They don't even know they're Ron Howard movies. You're right. What do you think about Ron Howard? I like Apollo 13. So do I, but even that is only because of the performances. He's the biggest... Yeah. He's yeah. the most classic example of a shooter that I've ever seen in my life. He brings absolutely zero to a project. Stylistically, he's got no directorial style. He's got no personal anything no personal imprint on any of his films they're just yeah, he's a director for hire he's, a he's somebody that they know he's can bring, shooter, can bring totally. like, names to it bring money to it absolutely. and that's what they hire absolutely like ratner like fucking yes, mcg like mcg i feel like those two dudes are good friends <laughs> ratner and mcg well i think they both i think they're both at a usc at the same time and shit you know what i mean it's that fucking music video garbage fucking school of fucking directors you know what i found out neville De- out? neville dean and taylor went to my school do you know who taught them at your school no dave klein oh really you i didn't know, know that do you know dave klein saw cinematography at your school i had no no i didn't know for like two we, years cinematography was uh blaine brown is who taught us cinematography dave klein taught cinematography at your school dude I wish I'd have known that while I was talking. Neville Dean and Taylor were two of his students. That's like, like those are those fuck. are Dave Klein trained guys. You know what I mean? And those are two of my favorite fucking camera guys of all time. Yeah, we completely disagree like, on that. You can say what you want about their actual films, but their visuals are fucking awesome. It's it's overload for me. It's, nah, man, it's just the right amount for me, man. <laughs> you're over for me um you know if i'm overload for you man then i got i got then you know what go fuck yourself for a minute <laughs> and we'll we'll let this dude talk brendo man minute hey this is brendo man with another brendo man minute i'm gonna make this very brief because i'm i'm feeling like shit today i uh i thought it was just allergies Yesterday, but now I'm not feeling so good. Um, as soon as I'm done with this, I'm gonna go back to bed. But, um, yeah, last night Matt and I went to a concert. It was MC Chris at the Troubadour. I know Matt has extolled the virtues of Mr. MC Chris quite a bit, and it was as awesome as I thought it was gonna be. So if Chris ever comes to a town near you, uh, you should check it out. He's also really, really funny. Like, he was talking of, he was telling jokes and just interacting with the crowd. And let me tell you, man, that's, that's definitely a skill because I've seen so many bands where they just literally just get up there and, and they don't know how to talk to people. And then they just play their music and, and it's just boring. And if I wanted to, if I just wanted to hear the music, you know, like, Part of it is the performance, you know, and that's what you pay for when you go see a live show. And, um, and Chris definitely delivers on that front. And, uh, sorry if I'm a little delirious here. Some kind of a fever. I don't know. But, um, stay tuned for next week because Matt wanted me to tell you guys a story. 
from one of my past lives. But I don't really have time to do that today. Um, anyways, that's pretty much what's going on. If you would uh, like to contact me, it's brendomanagemail.com. Alright, back to you, Matt and Jesse. So you had sex with your wife, right? With your penis. <laughs> what? With your penis and stuff. You put your penis in your wife's vagina and you ejaculate and she's not wearing contraceptive and you're not wearing contraceptive and you have a baby. You have a baby, Jesse. Go with me on this. An, in, okay, an, right. an infant child comes out of your wife's womb that you put in there with your semen, right? Okay. And it's a baby and it can't talk and eh, it's a baby, you know, it shits all the time. Then it grows up a little bit and that baby is now a young child. Let's say it's a boy for the terms of this conversation. And he hits about the age of five. And he's like, Daddy, Daddy, Clone Wars is my favorite thing of all time. Oh, my God, I love the Clone Wars. Like, Anakin and fucking Obi-Wan are best friends. Like, I love this fucking movie. What do you do? Do you, do you support their Star Wars enthusiasm? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 the same thing as, I mean... I'm sure my parents weren't thrilled with me trying to make movies because they want me to go, you know, do what everybody else around here does, but they supported me with it. I yeah, appreciate that. That has nothing to do that has nothing to I'm not we're not talking about supporting lifestyle choices, we're talking about supporting fucking geekdoms. Like No, if that's what he likes, I'm I'm I I would give him my view on it, but I wouldn't try to stop him from liking like, it. Like are you bummed out if your kid winds up to be a Star Wars geek? No, not at all. Oh, fuck me. You okay? What'd you do? I burned Oh, you put a cigarette on the computer? On a microphone. <laughs> I can still hear you. Thank you. No, I, I don't think it's broken. It was just fire. <laughs> just, a, just a lot of fire really quickly. Like, I don't... I Honestly, I have that... I have that... I have that thought a lot. Like, how cool of a parent will I be to let my kid do their own thing? You can't say that's the wrong thing. Just because no, you I don't said, agree. No, I said do their own thing. Oh, do their own thing. How okay. cool of a parent am I going to be to be like, okay, my kid likes fucking whatever garbage. Like, Brett, my kid's like, Brett Ratner is my favorite director of all time. Am I like, I want him fucking divorce? Or do I support the kid? No. So, I mean, by the time he's saying Brett Ratner's his favorite director, he's at least, I don't know, 12. He can speak his mind. Just sit down with him. Let him explain to you, you why bu- Brett... Are you bummed, though? Like... A little. Will your geek will your geekness ever get in the way of your being a parent? Like I definitely think that would happen for me. Yes. Yes, a, I do. A lot. Yeah. Not not necessarily because of that, but like I mean, I'll go pull my kid out of school to go see a new X Men movie. Really? Yes. For a new X Men movie? Well, I mean, a, a, a geek movie. You want to see another? If, if I if I had a child in, in in second grade, and it was happening, I mean, I guess. Going through the summer. I'd go pull him out July 16th to go see an early showing of Inception. Of Inception? How old is he? In this hypothetical? You're taking a 10-year-old to Inception? Why not? They're not going to like it. Why? You don't think 10-year-olds like The Matrix? I think there's a big difference between Inception and The Matrix, dude. 10-year-olds love Dark Knight? No, they don't. (laughs) <laughs> Ten-year-olds love the Burton fucking movies. I don't even love Dark Knight. Well, you have the mind of like an eight-year-old. Well, that's okay, but no, but okay. Look at okay, look at it like that. If I've got the mentality of a ten-year-old, I don't like Dark Knight. That's a fucking grown-up, boring movie. 
Okay, all right. Maybe Inception is a bad example, but I'm just saying awful movies example. such awful, as... Awful example. <sighs> Worst example ever. Take him to go see The Expendables. I'd probably do that, too. It's only PG-13. Yeah. Like, I would take a fucking kid to that in a heartbeat. Oh, I don't care. I went, I went to see R-rated movies when I was 10. And then you could be I like, saw Boys in the Hood when I was 8. And then you could be like, Every one of us is expendable. <laughs> they did it. I'm, I'm really not. I don't. I really don't think it's going to be that good. I was really excited for it months ago. Did you see they added Terry Crew to the poster, though? Yeah. Do you yeah. think that was because of this podcast? No. I think it was because of his pow, 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 like the greatest fucking commercials I've ever seen in my life, the Terry Crude fucking com- They're like six seconds long and they're insane. Yeah. <laughs> I think those are fucking great, dude. No, he's good, man. No, I mean, I won't mind my kids watching an R. I mean, I wouldn't want them to watch a, a snuff film. You wouldn't or... let him take him to see the human centipede? <laughs> I don't think I want to watch the human centipede. No, you couldn't pay me enough fucking money to watch that movie. <laughs> Like, why but I take I, my kid out to see Predators. Why would I want to watch The Human Centipede? I've been talking about that with someone. They're like, oh man, if someone says a movie is shocking, I gotta see it. I'm like, not if I know that it's just people eating shit. Like, yeah, that is shocking. Yeah. I don't want to see that. That's, I, I mean, that's shock for shock value. There's, that's shock, that's what the entire movie's about. It's about people eating. Yeah. Like, I read the plot synopsis. There's no, like, at no point did, this, did the centipedes, like, break off and try to kill the murderer. It's just him fucking torturing them for an hour and a half. And then they die. And now there's a sequel coming. You just told everyone the end of the film. I apologize, but honestly, good. No one should see that fucking movie. You can't say that. You I can't can, say that. I can. I can, man. That no, because you, that first of all, you haven't seen it. And fuck second of all, guy. I mean, people like shit like that, man. Uh, it really, then they need some fucking help. <laughs> like, well, I mean, I mean, you're, you're like a hostile fan. Some people will say you. Yeah, need but help. There, there's there's a fucking world of difference between hostile and Mike or hostile and fucking human centipede, or hostile and sallow. Hostile is like a Hollywood made torture porn movie. These things are yeah. nice. these things are like snuff films. Yeah, but I, I mean, I would you I watch a snuff this. film? Not for the sake of watching a snuff film, no. Have you seen Cannibal Apoc- Cannibal Holocaust? No, but I gotta say I am a little interested in that. See, I've actually seen that and I dig it. It's not that bad because because <laughs> it's shot like a doc. Yeah, yeah. Human centipede's not shot like a doc, so at no point do I think it's it. it everything is canceled out. You know what I mean? It's just a weird. Yeah. Fuck, it's like paranormal activity, which I enjoy. It's like I know what you're trying to do here, but but. Just by doing it doesn't mean you've got it. You know what I mean? A concept does not sort make of. a film. Yes. Like, okay, awesome. Tie people's faces to their asses and make them eat shit. But like, okay, then what do they do? What? What do you mean, what do they do? They eat shit. It's like, I get that. Yeah, it sounds like a short. I get It's like, yeah, I get that, man. But what do they do after they eat the shit? And they're like, eat more shit. And I'm like, okay, I think I'm okay on that movie then. I think I might be able to pass on that one. Yeah, I think I heard that one was PG too. Human centipede? I don't I don't think so. I think you're joking. <laughs> I think you're joking on that front. Trying. I got I got it's just I man, I'm so my movie tastes have gotten like you know what I'm psyched to see? What's that? Toy, Toy Story Three. 
I'm not. I love the first two, but I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. That's enough. That's, what do you mean? That's enough. That's that's enough. I mean, you know, how much stories can toys have? You said you love the first two, though. I do, but I'm not excited about this one. Why? That doesn't make any sense. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'll the trailer you, didn't really do it. Well, for that's me. why I'll tell you why I'm not as excited. It just doesn't seem like <laughs> a very personal story. It seems kind of like. The other Toy Stories were very, like, kind of personal and, and, and yeah. heart- heartfelt. And this one kind of just seems like, we're on an adventure. Yeah. You know, it's not even about Andy or anything. Speaking of which, Brendo sent me a link to a dude, a dude tattoo. Listen to this. Probably one of the craziest tattoos I've ever seen. Bottom of his foot, the guy got Andy tattooed. On the sole of his foot? On the like- sole of his foot. I bet that tickled like hell. He got Andy tattooed in the giant Sharpie font, so it looks like he belongs to Andy. You know what I mean? That's, yes, yeah, that's a little crazy. Kind of fucking yeah. awesome, though, right? Yeah. It's like if you're. Maybe gonna, if I was a bigger Toy Story fan. If you're going to go hardcore with. Oh, it's like I'm not even a huge Toy Story fan, but I can appreciate the dedication to someone fucking. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That's the kind of geekdom. Like, ain't nobody. Like. MC Chris had a t-shirt concert last night at his, at his concert. T-shirt contest. A t-shirt concert? Okay. Contest where basically everyone got up on stage and we voted for our favorite t-shirt. What won was a butterfly with, a cat with butterfly wings. It was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Why? It was a butter cat. It was just an awesome t-shirt. It was just like a little cat, like a, a picture of an actual <laughs> cat. Someone photoshopped a cat with a butterfly on the back of him so it looked like a caterfly. Or a butter, or a, or a, a butter cat. cat, exactly. But I mean, I don't see why that's so grand. But there were two, there were two T-shirts that got booed off the stage immediately. Rebel fucking insignia from Star Wars, and a Dharma shirt. The Dharma, <laughs> the Dharma thing was the best because he was, was like Dharma, and I, it was only like a, a fucking fifty-seat theater, so I was like, boo at the top of my fucking lungs, and then everyone else started booing. And I, I just flashed to Brendo, and his fucking, he was like, uh, uh. <laughs> I was like, see, motherfucker. And then MC Chris was like, yeah, dude, you didn't hear, like, no one likes that show anymore. And even if you were going to like it, you now won't like it. So fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> no one likes Yeah, I've it. told some people that were in, like, season three, just stop. Just stop. Stop now. Stop. Don't even think it. It's over with. Like, now Dharma has become, like, I see a Dharma shirt, and I'm like, ew. You know what I mean? It's like swastika. Not a swastika, just like cheesy hot topic shit now. Like I feel like, <laughs> like Lost went from like a, like a, like a franchise I could be proud of being a fan to to like they were like Twilight. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes, <laughs> yes, you fucking nailed it. Now I see the Lost logo and I get douche chills. Yeah, it's not cool. It was never cool. It was a fucking the, he, Sawyer was right. It was a fuck. It was the big con. Yeah, they yeah. kind of didn't even eat. Forget conning us into thinking it was a good show or that something would happen. They kind of didn't think it was cool. Now it's not even, it's not even cool. Not even cool. Like, thank God I didn't buy any of the fucking Dharma shit or my fucking action figures. I was gonna you buy- You don't have the Dharma mug that you drink coffee out of? Or tea? No. I drink coffee out of a fucking- You know what? I am a- Oh man, I'm pathetic. Why are you pathetic? Cause like we just I mean, the obvious. Cause we just spent an hour talking about this, and I have to be like, oh, I drink coffee out of a fucking stormtrooper mug. <laughs> I do. I drink. Co- I drink. I drink my tea out of a stormtrooper mug. 
And that was oh, the, that, I, I, and that, I was waiting for you to say Ghostbusters, actually. No, man, and that was the problem with doing that whole documentary. But that's why the documentary is right because it's like, yeah, I am a Star Wars <laughs> hater. I am as big as a Star Wars hater as I still am a Star Wars fan. You know what I mean? Like oh, Star Wars just... is still very much a part of my life. Look around my fucking apartment. Like, yeah. it's just I just don't like it anymore. <laughs> But it's it's that but weird. But you still like the originals? Yes, because it's that it's that weird dualism of like, yes, I will always love the originals till the day I die. Nothing will affect my enjoyment of the original trilogy. It's just everything else is just garbage. Well, don't worry about everything. So else. it's hard. It's hard to maintain that love of the originals while being, while while seeing that Adidas commercial. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean that thing. Yeah. Made, the thing made me sick, man. It really did. Like. So much so that, like, I was just silent during it and kind of bummed out. I wasn't like, oh, this is garbage. I was just kind of silent and bummed out. And I immediately... it, it wasn't even close to funny or no, it was just, inspiring. Just or... cra- crass commercialism. It wasn't even shot well. Like, the Snoop lightsaber thing looks cheesy. It's just... Yeah. It's just... Nah. Like, that movie's in... I don't know, man. It's one of the most important films ever made. It really is. I, I, I agree with that. And, like... And now they're doing Adidas commercials for it. Yeah. And there's but, like, I mean, at the same time, I do like those uh, direct TV commercials. Like with Alien and uh, uh, what was the other one? You mean the ones where they ping all the dead people back and use them for commercials? Dead people? What dead people? Uh, like so they, Weaver's not dead. Chris Farley? Yeah, that was rough. I didn't like that one. The little girl from Poltergeist? That, that one I actually kind of like, yeah. You do like that one? Yeah. You know she's thought, dead, right? Yeah, I know, I know. And I know the circumstances and all that shit, but... Yeah. Like, Spade... I, I don't think Craig... I don't think Craig Nelson should have done it, but... No, yeah. and that... And fuck Craig Nelson, Spade. Yeah. Spade is the crazy Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be, like... You know what I mean? That's basically like, hey, let's mock my friend's death. Yeah. Terminator, didn't they do a Terminator one? Didn't Linda Hamilton do one? I don't... I don't fucking know. But I think they're more... Interesting than the that, Adidas. Then that fucking Star Wars. It's not interesting at all. It's like it's the fucking cantina with fucking Snoop Dogg in it. Like, oh, I, now all my dreams have come true. I always wondered what it would be like if Snoop Dogg was in the fucking most likely cantina. <laughs> and now I know. Avizian's like, um, he doesn't like you. And Snoop's like, man, I don't like that motherfucker either. Like, it's ridiculous or whatever the fuck he says. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, man. No. I mean, I was kind of curious what uh, Jay Burrow has to do with Adidas. I mean, does he fucking... He shoots he Greedo. Fucking... That's not what he has to do with Adidas. It's... it's. Oh. Yeah, see, that, that commercial's a documentary. What? what? It's not like they hired the actors. Jay Burrow has a place on Mos Espa. Oh, he made He made that. a lot of money That's... off of um, Hotter... Hottie. What's She's it? out of your league. She's out of your league. Yeah, the movie that bombed. <laughs> the, movie, the movie that bombed entirely. Yeah, man, he made all that fucking. She's out of your league cash, and he bought a he bought a little ranch next to fucking Owen and Baru. Because that shit burned down. That was what? Are you about Who's to say? Owen? I'm Matt Coat. No, I'm like like really? Who's Owen and Baru? Owen Wilson. Yes, Owen Wilson. <laughs> yes, Uncle Uncle Owen Wilson. 
I mean, am I supposed to know who Owen, Owen and Baruch, and Baruch is? Lars, man. Fucking Anakin's parents that he the grew uncles? up. The uncles? His uncle. That's not his parents. That's his uncle and... But for all Aunt. intents and purposes, these are, they're, they, they raised him from a baby, from a newborn. Okay, but... Okay, but that that's like the first movie I watched in my my six movie span, and it takes place in like ten minutes. They never say their names again. I don't Uncle, fucking remember. Uncle that. Owen and Peru, New Hope, dude. He screams their yes, names over and over but that was again. The, at the beginning of the fourth one, and they're in the first, and they're in the first one. But I watched the fourth one first. Oh, you watched? I forgot you you flipped them. Why? I still don't get why you did that. Because I wanted, I I've, I was trying to be in the mindset that people were in when they went to see the prequels. Why would you do that? Because they... then you're going to hate them. <laughs> well, I, I kind of wa- I, I didn't want to hate them, but I kind of wanted to see what everyone else hated. Like you goofed. Up. I didn't really watch it because I wanted to see it. I watched them really to see what everybody was talking about. See, the real person we got to find is someone who's seen none of the films and then have them watch them one through six to see what they think. Well, I had already seen four through six That's anyway. That's what I'm saying, so it doesn't count. The true test is someone who's never seen any of the films and then to watch them chronologically and see how bad. But who are you going to get to watch six movies? Because obviously if they haven't seen it, they're not interested. Like, I don't think my brother's seen any of the Star Wars films ever. I know my brother hasn't, but I know he won't watch them either. Your brother won't, has never seen a single Star Wars film. No, but why, he won't. Why not? Because he's the Brett Ratner crowd. Really? Yes. My brother loves, like, the family man. Are you being serious? I swear to God. I'm so sorry. My brother was so fucking excited to go see the new Nightmare on M Street. I'm so sorry, dude. No, I mean it. It 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 brings up good conversation sometimes. I guess it is interesting. What it, it is what it is, but wow, that kind of sucks. Yeah. That kind of sucks. No, he's an '80s movies fan. Your brother's like, oh man, I just saw the most awesome movie. It was called The Hills Have Eyes Four, and you're like, what? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he he loves the hostile movies. He he's really looking forward to the Expendables. See, but, but that's the, that's like, the kind of shit. I like those movies too, though. But that's. But they're not my kind of movie. Different reasons, yeah. For different reasons, yeah, probably. I like them because they're fucking goofy, almost. Like my, my, one of my brother's favorite actors is Nicolas Cage. He loves Gone in sixty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> your brother's like a normal person. Yes, your brother, my whole family's normal. Your brother, thing. but no, but I'm saying what you're saying is your brother is something that neither of us are, which is the average American moviegoer. Yes. I don't so know. from now on, I'll, I'll I'll let you know what he does and let you know what the the, the normal public is doing. Well, you know, that's that's kind of cool. Like, I would love to know if your brother dog. You know what I mean? Like, what did he think of the Friday the Thirteenth remake? I don't. The Nightmare on Elm Street. He oh, he yeah, kind Nightmare. of, but he's a huge fan of the original, so maybe that's why. But yeah. he kind of like that thing bombed, right? No one saw that, did they? I I don't think it did too well. I no. didn't, did you see it? Yeah, I went with him to see it. You saw the you saw the fucking um, I mean, with Rorschach. Yeah. How was it? Not good. Awful, right? Yeah. Worse than Jason. I mean, even even he wasn't all that great. Better or worse than the Jason one? Way better. The the Friday the Thirteenth it's just fucking shit. No, it's but, way better than. But it's not hard to be better than that. But remember. Best, best on-screen boobs in the last yes, like, I agree. ten years, yeah. Of the decade, yes. Yeah, of the decade, that chick wins. Yes. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like that's the only reason I can 
forgive that movie for existing. For those boobs, yeah. and for the dude saying like, "Wow, those are amazing boobs," because everyone in the theater was like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" Yeah, he's right. He's right. Like I, I'm with that dude for one second. Yeah, yeah. Like, and the, I, I, I kind of like want to watch like, it again. Just like the, the movie, dude go, like "What the, the fuck are you, gun?" Like the movie ceased to exist, and all of a sudden, everyone was on the same page about this chick's boobs for a yes. second. Like. <laughs> Even like females. You, yeah, like you wanted the director to pop out and be like, am I right? Like, check this out. Yeah. <laughs> but not a very good film. I'm, no, d- I'm no, done with the no. Platinum Dune shit. Yeah, yeah. They had me for one and it got me excited, man. I still. I didn't like Chainsaw Man. I still dig that first Chainsaw. I really do. I'm, I'm, I'm done. They can do fucking Halloween. I won't go see it. They can't do Halloween. Well, it's already been done. Wait. A reboot? A uh, zombie. Ah, oh, fuck. What are you... T- <laughs> and it sucked. I was just... Yes, in, my, in my mind, for a second, I went to, like, purest geek fucking fanboy dream, and I was like, Carpenter would never let them do a remake of Halloween. Yeah. No, there's been two already, and they're both awful. And they involve, like... I don't, I don't, I don't think Carpenter had anything to do with it. I don't think he has a sign-off for that. Like, and he doesn't... Here's really? the thing, and I dig zombie... And it's even got moments in it. But have you seen the director's cut of Halloween 1? No, I haven't seen it since the theater. That rape scene? So you never saw the rape scene? No. Myers raped someone? No, Myers... The way Myers breaks out of the hospital, of jail in the director's cut is two guards bring a retarded girl in his cell and rape her in front of him while wearing his masks. And he doesn't do anything till it's over. And then he kills him. It's like, why didn't you stop the rape, dude? Like, it's like five minutes worth of rape in front of him. They take, they they bring this girl into his cell. They rape her. These two dudes, like hillbillies, and they. Wear, Is it Trejo? No, it's not Trejo. It's the other okay. two dudes. Okay. It's it's fucking the guy from Devil's Rejects. Yeah. Banjo from Banjo and Sullivan. No, I I, I haven't seen that, and I. Don't particularly see want that. To. That's his Mike shit. Everyone, all these directors got this thing. And they got to be so fucking hard now, man. I don't like it. And and you know, I bought. I, I'm not a big fan, but I bought Devil's Rejects just because it had like a three hour making of. I like watching making of documentaries. And uh, what, what's the guy's name that plays the dude with the long stringy blonde hair? Bill that, Mo- that this is God and kill you and or this is devil. Whatever the fuck he says. Bill Mosley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went, he went up to him and said, uh, said he told Zombie that, you know, I don't really feel comfortable doing this. This is really bad. And Zombie goes, art isn't safe. Like, really? I mean, mean, here's the the thing, though. Like, I don't like the rape scene in Devil's Rejects, in, in, in Halloween. Devil's Rejects is in my top 20 films ever made. No, no. Like you said, Devil's Rejects has its moments. And that is my favorite scene. And my when favorite, he beats the dude? And my favorite line by far, yeah, and he parts his hair and he goes, I'm the devil and we're here, I'm here to do the devil's work. Yeah. Why? Because it's fucking chilling. Because it's, it's horrifying. That's actual, yeah, we both. that's actual horror that works well. Yeah, we've had this conversation before. What? You don't think that works? I mean, I, I get why it does. Um... And okay. yeah, I mean it's it's chilling, it's what's, terrifying. What's the scariest what's the scariest part about let the right one in? That is a child. No. What's the scariest scene in it? <laughs> well, it is for me. The scariest scene in it? Probably under the bridge. 
has nothing to do with vampires. It's when he beats the kid with a stick. Okay, it's not, real. I mean, not for it's me. real. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that. Yeah, but movies aren't supposed to be real. That's why they're movies. No, but real. You want realism in them so you can relate and empathize, and and as a normal human. Not human. necessarily. What do you mean? Job of the Hut isn't real. You still love it. Obviously, but but obviously, Jesse. <laughs> okay, so let's okay, let me let me rephrase that. What's scary? I often find to be what the scariest. I often find to be the most mundane and the realest things. So yes, in a movie filled with vampires, I thought the scariest scene by far was a little boy beating another little boy over the head with a stick, because that can happen. Okay, and I see that. Like, I, I think just, I, I think Mean Creek. I think Mean Creek is one of the scariest films ever made. I haven't seen that, but I've been meaning. That's when they killed the bully, right? When they killed Josh Peck accidentally. Yeah. Guy, yeah, I've, I've been meaning to watch that. I never have. It's fucking incredible because it's that real, you know what I mean? It's a re- That could yeah. happen. It's got one of the Culkin boys in it, doesn't it? It's Rory Culkin and Josh Peck. Before Josh Peck yeah. lost all the weight for the Wagness, he was still fat. Which we really disagreed on. The Wagness. But that's another story. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. Are you going to see him in Red, he's in the Red Dawn remake. He's a star of it. Wolverine! See, the original Red Dawn, you know, you, know yeah. playing, you know who's playing the brother? Brolin. The Patrick Swayze role? Yeah. It's Josh Brolin. Is he not too old? I don't know. Yes! They're supposed to be kids! Wait, am I wrong? No, I think it's actually... You've got to be! It's someone older. It's fucking comedian. But the whole point of the flick is that they're kids! It's comedian. It's comedian? It's... Fucking whatever dude's name is. I don't know his name. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He's a comedian? Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh, he played the comedian. I'm sorry. I thought you were saying it was a comedian actor. Jeffrey Dean Morgan is playing Colonel Andy Tanner. Yeah. Well, he's not a colonel. That can't be the right role then. Wait a minute. I'm all fucked up on this. Okay, I'm way off, dude. The older brother is Thor. The guy that's playing Thor? Chris Hemsworth is playing... Josh Peck's older brother. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay. Jeffrey Dean Morgan must be like... Is there a general? The Harry Dean Stanton? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay. The father, he's the father. No, it says Colonel Andy Tanner. They must have added an army role. They must have They must have an army guy like come sneak off with the boys now, which makes more sense because it's like... They wouldn't really... No, they did have somebody. Remember, they had somebody show up and they thought he was a spy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. I bet that's the role, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of psyched for a Red Dawn remake. Let's see who's shooting it. Dan Bradley. I don't know who that is. Do you? I don't know. Let's find out. He has never directed a film before. <laughs> this is his first film. He was he was second. He's the second AD on a lot of stuff. Did you hear who's shooting Footloose? No. I'm kind of excited about it. It's Craig Brewer. Really? Yes. That makes sense. Wow. I don't really agree with a lot of remakes, but that actually makes sense. Let me think about this for a minute. That's kind of fucking awesome, actually. Yes, it is. And I hate Footloose. I'm I'm not a huge fan, but I kind of like it. I wasn't a fan of the 80s. Da- I don't like Dirty Dancing. I don't yeah, like, yeah. I don't like, you know. Um, I get it. But that works. Yes, it does. 
That, that fits. That's that's. If you're gonna remake something, that's what you fucking do. You get something that fits. I don't think Rob Zombie as a Halloween director is a bad idea. It just didn't work out. But no, you get was, something that fits. It was a great fit. I thought. Yes. That's a perfect fit, Rob Zombie on mm-hmm. Halloween. I agree. And I'll still, I'll still go. And this will go. This is up your alley. The more, maybe more so than any film I want to see in the world is a Rob Zombie western. Like a straight western, dude. I don't think he fits as a western. You don't? I think no. he's got such that sensibility. I really do. I would have loved to have seen Scorsese shoot a western, but I don't think he'll ever do see, it. See, I think Rob Zombie more than anyone. Like, I would love to see a Rob Zombie western because I think horror and western go hand in hand. Sort of. Depends on the western. Because they don't make westerns anymore, really. I don't know. Jason James was a great fucking movie. I, I, I love that fucking movie. I haven't seen it yet. You probably hate it. That's Brad Pitt. Yeah. Yeah, I probably would not be a fan. But yeah, I mean, before that, Unforgiven was great. I'm just waiting for Sky High too, to tell you the truth. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's ever gonna happen. I don't think so. I mean, it made enough money that they should, but like, I don't think it did. It made like a hundred million. I, mean, I think it did all right. It did not make a hundred million. There's no way. Really? I don't think it made a hundred million. It might. I mean, if it cost. 20, it probably made 50, 60. I think it cost way more than 20. Have you seen it? Yeah. I went to the theater to see it. Isn't it awesome? That's the first time I saw uh, Mary Elizabeth. Winstead? That was everyone's first That's, time. Was that her first flick? Yes. Movie. Oh, you were right. It made 63 million domestic. Yeah. 22 foreign. So that wasn't that huge a hit, I guess. I dug it, though. And then I they, did. I kind of liked it. And had that kid who I think should play Leonardo in a Turtles movie. What kid? War and Peace. <laughs> the kid. War and Peace. The kid from Sky High. He was also. Is he the kid from Apocalypto? No. What? Path. <laughs> I promise you, it's not from Apocalypto. Uh, twenty twelve. Uh, uh, Emmerich, BC. I didn't see ten thousand BC. It's the lead of that. Was the kid from Sky High? I can't think of who War and Peace was. That kind of Asian, the bad kid in Sky, the cool kid with the leather jacket, with the long hair, who blew the fire out of his hand. The the tough guy who became their friend at the oh, end. Oh, War and Peace, yeah, yeah. No, I know him. He's good. What that else? kid, Steven something. He's good. That kid. He was in something else though. He was uh, fuck. What else was he in? Because I was actually watching Sky High on Disney Channel at one point, and I was like, you know who that is? That's so-and-so. Look the fuck, what the fuck else is he I'll in? look it up right now. Hold on. Dude's name. How come everyone's all listed fucked yeah, up? You checking? For what? You checking too? Oh, Steven I'm checking Str- IMDb, yeah. Steven Strait is the dude's name. Let's see what he was been, he's been in. Because I did my dream casting for Turtles, and I was like, that dude should play Leo. The Undiscovered, The Covenant, 10,000 BC. Undiscovered. That, that's what it was, because my wife made me go see Undiscovered. What's, undis- what what's Undiscovered? A uh, stupid fucking movie. You saw this movie? Yeah. I'm looking at the poster for it. Fu- yeah. Ew. Things you do for love. Ew. <laughs> Ew. You saw a movie with Kip Pardue? <laughs> <laughs> Like I know that name, I don't know why I know it. I don't. I'm not Kip Pardue. Kip Pardue. That's like that. 
That that and my other favorite name ever was during the Oscars one year. This guy won a technical award, and his name was Bucky Guns. Bucky Guns. Bucky Guns. He had a great childhood. Kind of fucking great, right? Speaking of Bucky, should we go there for a minute? Of Captain America? Are you excited? I'm not a huge Captain America fan, but I also wasn't a huge Iron Man fan. Neither was so I, so yes. I'm it, kind of excited. Yeah. They put together a pretty good cast. Who did they just cast? Uh, Stanley Tucci as, yes, as, Stanley er, as, as Erskine, right? Yeah. Like, why get a name for that? Why did they get a name for that? Yeah. Because Erskine's got a major part to play. It's technically a major part, but it's not a... a he's going to be in it for... What, 10 minutes at the most? Uh, I think they bring Erskine. Doesn't Erskine get involved during the operations at all? Doesn't he turn into a bad guy or no? Or does I, he, I don't think so. But just, like I said, I'm not very knowledgeable on Captain America lore. Does he just invent the serum in fucking peace? I think so. Oh. Well, maybe not. No, but he is Abraham Erskine. Yeah, yeah. They got Tucci. They cast Neil McDonough as Dum Dum Dugan, which I dig. Mm-hmm. I've been saying that dude should get work for years since Band of Brothers. I didn't watch Band of Brothers, but yeah, I know the guy. He's fantastic on it. Let's see. They did Tucci. Who else did they do? Um, Isn't Tommy Lee Jones in it? As who? Did they not? Maybe I'm thinking of some another movie. But I know it's a comic book movie that Tommy Lee Jones is in. But I think you're right. I think they cast Tommy Lee Jones as, Hall, as Howard Stark. Am I, no, that wouldn't make sense because you'd have, no, you'd have, to, no, be no, young, no, you'd have no. to be younger. Yeah. I don't know. Is Tommy Lee Jones? Tommy Lee Jones. Some... Is he in it? I'm, 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 I'm going to find out right now. I'm Dude, trying to hurry. Quick. I know we're kind of yeah, hurry. man. We're going. Li- oh, man. People are like, one of you fuckers yeah. <laughs> stop talking about Star Wars and fucking. Buh, 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 buh. I got to take my wife to her deal, too. Sky High was good. I wonder what else is going on this week. <laughs> Jesse, I don't know. Let's talk about movies. I like this movie. I don't like this movie. Let's smoke pot. We're pathetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in, he's in Captain America. General Chester Phillips. I don't even know who that is. I don't either, but he's in it. All right, awesome. See, my dog is barking because he's like, these motherfuckers are boring. All they ever talk about (laughs) is fucking comic books and fucking, Lost was good, Lost was bad, I like this, Lord of the Rings. Yo, at least you got a wife, man. I got no fucking excuse. Well, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. I have an excuse. <laughs> Is that your excuse for being a super geek? You're like, look, man, I can do whatever I want. I, I have access to vagina sometimes. <laughs> it's like I got a flesh- best of I got a fleshlight, motherfucker, and I don't got to drop her off at the fucking Gulf to clean up oil either. Ha. Huh? Yeah. My fleshlight stays in a drawer or on my counter. You on my counter, if no one's coming over for a few days. <laughs> 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 um, quick punch list. What do you got going on in your life? Let's talk real quick. Go. Delivering pizzas and driving to Fairhope, which is a little city in and around Mobile. Not so, in and around Mobile. So, around folks, Mobile. if you're listening to this show from Alabama and you want some pizza, you now know. In a seven-mile radius of Saraland. In a seven-mile radius of Saraland, you know who to call. Call Jesse. Yeah. It's like that fucking movie with with you ask for extra cheese and then Jesse takes his dick out. What was what, that movie called? What movie was that? <laughs> About the pizza delivery gigolo. 
What? It was in the 80s. Do you not know about that? It was a kid who was... It was a pizza place that was operating as a male prostitution ring. It was like an 80s comedy. No. 80s comedy. Yeah, hold on. Pizza prostitute. Let's see. <laughs> pizza prostitute. What was that movie called? Do you really not know what that movie's called? I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. Something sliced? Wait a minute. Pizza... <laughs> Pizza, pizza delivery, prostitute. What was the name of this fucking movie? What is the title of the movie about pizza and prostitution? Here we go. You, it was Lover Boy. You've never seen Lover Boy? I've never heard of that. You've never even heard of Lover Boy? No. Who's and in it? I'll tell you right now, man. That shit used to be on Kevin. Oh, that's not the right one. Kevin say, Bacon. I was gonna say Kevin Bacon and Kira Cedric, but I don't think that's the, <laughs> I don't think that's the, I don't think that's the same one. Patrick Dempsey. That's where they met. Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey. You don't remember Loverboy? I, 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 there's no remembering to it. I've never seen it. Never heard of it. Fuck yeah, dude. He like, if you ordered like this, if you ordered the right kind of pizza, he would fuck you. <laughs> Carrie Fisher was in it. And the box says he delivers. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, man, you missed that on the eighties where it was all like different prostitution ring movies. <laughs> I suppose so. I saw Risky Business. I mean that that's nothing. He what's he in his underwear and he's playing with a guitar. This dude fucks women with pizza. <laughs> with pizza? With pizza often. Like that's how they started that whole porno thing. Like he puts his dick through the pie. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. He's like, did you order the large pepperoni? He opens the box and the fucking dick sticking out. And they're like, what? Well, now I've got to, I've got to do something now. I didn't catch that one. Yeah, man, you should go. Here's so here's your homework assignment for the week. Go go, go watch Lover Boy. Go see, search, search out Lover Boy. You might like it. I'll see if it's on Netflix. Carrie Fisher's in it. Okay. And Christy, Kirsty Alley. Kirstie, Kirstie Alley? Yeah. Kirstie Alley? Kirstie Alley? Before she ate Patrick Dempsey. Because <laughs> that's what happened to Patrick Dempsey. Everyone's like, where'd Patrick Dempsey go? And it's like, Kirstie Alley ate him after Loverboy. And the Patrick, he was around for a while after Patrick that. Dempsey on Grey's Anatomy is a fucking, is a Doombot. Oh, okay. He's a Doombot. Latverius okay. si- silly with those things. I can get I can get you a Doombot. You want a Doombot? get you a Doombot in ten fucking minutes. That's one, <laughs> one phone call away. I'm like, hey, Victor. And he's like, what's up? And I'm like, I need, I need a Doombot. He's like, again? You always order the Doombots. He's like, I'm running out of Doombots. And it's a fantastic Victor Four. Victor Von Doom does not talk like, what's the guy's name from Star Wars? Watto? Yeah. Let's do Victor Von Doom as Watto. Spider-Man, you think you can beat me with your webs? But I'm I'm a Latverian. Webs don't work on me, only hyperpulsic sound emitters. Blah. Good. <laughs> Good job. Thank you, sir. Um, do we call it? Uh, let's just let's just tease this for the fans, folks. The reason we missed a week, and the reason I've been so 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 horribly absent from the internet, is that um um I don't know. We got a little castle opening up at some point, and uh yeah, it's kind of awesome. So go to smodcastle.com for some updates. It'll be coming soon. Follow the Twitter accounts, and if you're in the L.A. area and want to see some stuff go down that may or may not involve penetration. Penetration. 
may or may not. I may or may not. So you can't, because otherwise the cops will be like, is this a sex show? And you're like, I mean, no, technically, but I mean, come on. So, so we're not, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna avoid all that unpleasantness, but I'm saying if you're in the LA area and Smod Castle is open when you're there, come on down <laughs> and say what's up. Say what's up to everybody. And on that note, um, do you know George Lucas copyrighted the word droid? I didn't know that. You know that, they know that phone, the droid? He's trying to sue them? No. Watch the droid commercial. At the bottom of it says, Droid is a licensed trademark of Lucasfilms, <laughs> of Lucasfilms Limited. <laughs> okay, that, yeah, I can't go anymore. Yeah, on that fucking note, uh, I'm Matt Cohen. Jesse Rivers. It's been bagged and boarded, and uh, it's been something. It's been real, and it's not going to get any less real, because in a week from now, I'm not going to be like, wouldn't it be great if there was a dinosaur that walked through the end of that show? Because I'm not George Lucas, and I'm... I'm I'm happy with what? I am happy with perfection, Jesse, and this episode was perfection personified, okay? And in the future I'm not gonna like Boba Fett didn't need to appear or anything. Like I'm happy with this as it is. Like the technology was there for us, okay? Okay. Alright? I feel strongly All right. I feel strongly about that. There will be no re releases of episode fifty eight. Alright, I agree with you, but I feel weakly about it. Alright, that's fine with me. I don't give a shit. Alright. Matt Cohen, Jesse Rivers, Bagged and Boarded Real. What? Stay tuned for more Bagged and Boarded, where Greedo always shoots first in your fucking mouth. For more Matt Cohen, check out his website, cameltoadproductions.com, or follow him on Twitter at at cameltoad or at smodcastle. And if you're in the L.A. area, come give a visit to the Smodcastle in person. It'll rock your socks. For more Jesse Rivers, check him out on Twitter at at Jesse Rivers. Brendo Man, check him out at BrendoMan.com. On Twitter at BrendoMan or at BraxComics.com. As always, check out all the other Fred Entertainment Podcasts and Smodcast Podcasts. And remember, Jewish aliens love money. We'll catch you next week, folks. I'm rolling, 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 rolling. Okay, the cookies are baked. And the rookies are great. I'm Rose 164 because I keep getting played. Millennium fucking fuck my shit. Fat set and tricky cat. That shit is tricky. Grab the color. Napa tried to zap. See, things are going good. New hunters getting games. New sex getting sex. I'm the planetary plane. You've been listening to a podcast from a site called Fred.com.